Lynn, you're not a joke. But what have I accomplished? Well, yeah. You're O negative. You know, you could donate blood to anybody. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then there's your music. Oh, which isn't going so good. I've been shot down at every audition. Well, you still got the blood thing. To oh hell yes, the seminar. Woo! The seminar, we have made it. It's yes, like I mean, we get an episode that's called kind of like our the name of our podcast. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode was written by Kevin and Michelle Marburger. Air date, original air date 220, 2006. Um, you know, it's funny that we made it here because this is kind of a an epic episode. I mean, we're, we're pretty much at a home stretch of very good episodes coming up. And I think I said this before, it, it's really bittersweet because all these like, I always saw Oh Hell Yes! seminars being so far, so far toward the end of the series and we've made it here. So, mm-hmm. damn. We've made it. It's almost over, man. That's all I can say is, damn, this shit's almost over. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, Etsy. I don't know. Shit. Are we going to do another show? Maybe, maybe not. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe. The girls have been asking. I don't want to never say never because I love this podcast shit, but never say never. That's all I got to say. <laughs> don't say for sure, but don't ever say never. Um, but we got a lot of cool guests coming up, too, that's going to join us for the end of uh, season six. So these episodes are going to be ramped up. And you're, yes, I know. Maybe I don't know if you guys don't like hearing our voices all the time, just ours. And you want to hear different perspectives, because pretty much you guys know us. if You listen consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, our takes and our stances and they pretty much don't change. So I think it's cool to get other people in here to kind of give different looks at different characters and situations. So. We got a lot coming within the next uh, few weeks. We got like five guests. We got five. Oh, my God. Yeah. Usually we cap out at five, but all of them wanted to be on for the last few episodes of season six because they knew. They knew. Oh, my God. It was like, oh, put me on toward the good episodes. So (laughs) that's going to be fun. Keep an ear out for that. Um, I don't have anything from the streets. Do you? Nah, not really. What you got? You got anything from the streets? Girl, if I had something from the streets, it would be in my notes and I would talk about it. Oh. <laughs> I would have brought it up. That's why I appeal to you. You should be knowing stuff I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Let's go on to the episode. <laughs> oh, hell yes, the seminar. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I really did. So uh, it's my time to do the cold open. So here we go. So Joan's sick. Uh, she's at work anyway, which uh-uh, that's the, we don't do that no more. That's a no-no. Yeah, he even mentioned something. It was like well, their I mean, version. Well, bird flu, right? Yeah. That was, was that? Yes, that was a thing. There was a time when bird flu and SARS was like the biggest, most scariest thing on earth mm-hmm. around this time after 9 11. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, now we, we know, oh, she could just put a mask on. If she really needs to be at work, put a mask on, mm-hmm. keep the sanitizer out. You know, if she needs to be there, I know she's the owner. She's the owner. But, um, William's like, you should go home. And she's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. By the way, did William look skinnier here to you? A little bit. I'm like, let me find how Reggie been been losing there some weight. There must have been some notes from the um the network or 
he was doing some getting through some health stuff. I don't know. Oh, you mean, maybe he was sick in real life. Oh, maybe like sick. Oh, possibly. I didn't even think of that. Because losing weight isn't always a good thing, guys. Like someone could be losing weight for bad reasons. Someone could be losing weight for good reasons. That you never is know. Very true. Well, because he didn't look like gauntly. That's why I just thought, okay, Reggie. Well, this might be right before Gaunt. You know, mm. there's there's levels. There's, you know, you got to get there. True, true. But yeah, so Joan continues to say that she's fine. And then we cut to William in bed sneezing up a storm and screaming, Joan! William, we get the, in uh, this scene, I just want to just wanna point out, like, the attention to detail. So he has, like, the hot bag. The, the the red one. Okay. Oh yeah, my gosh! I the Girl, hot water bag. Yes, but like, what is he bag. using it for? Well, it's so it's just to keep it warm instead of having like. Well, we probably use like a electric blanket now, right, or something like that. But that hot bag gave it was like $4. oh to keep the bed warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you okay. put like a boiling water in it, and it's not gonna right, right. It's not gonna pop or anything. I never used it for that purpose, so that's it's um okay. Because I'm, like, looking at all the stuff around his bed. He got a humidifier, uh-huh. tissues everywhere, the hot water bags. I'm like, I bet he ain't even really that sick. You know I'm in <laughs> Just Just because he, he got a little sniffle. He got a little sniffle sniffle. That bitch ain't got nothing. <laughs> That's what I feel like, when a, especially with a man. Like, come on, bro. Oh, sick. He lying, the humidifier. <laughs> huh? He lying, your honor. Like, that nigga not sick. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Yeah, men men don't really go through shit like that. Like, <laughs> and he got the tissues all over the bed. You can't reach over to the trash can and, and drop them off. That's one thing. I was like, ugh. You that sick, nigga? Like, you just you spreading liar. the germs around. Like, keep that liar. shit in Keeping a- them in the bed with you. <laughs> just no way. So we open up proper with Lynn. She's at an audition. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this. Lynn auditions. She does terrible the first time she sings, but... I'm not going to lie to you. When she starts singing again, it don't sound that bad. Like It doesn't sound bad, but she did open it up and say, hey, I could do it a little more emo. And that didn't sound emo to me. No, it didn't. It just sounded louder or higher pitched. Yeah. That's, that's what, all she did. <laughs> but I was like, okay, Lynn. It, it didn't sound too bad, but they weren't feeling it. So they pretty much told her to scram. And um, they said it's a no for us, dog. <laughs> Shout out to American no Idol, me, which was like at the Randy peak Jackson <laughs> during this time. So next we're at Joan's house. I love Joan's straight hair. Tracy's straight hair. Ooh, you feeling it? Looks it? so pretty with the. It's not just it's giving straight, sister it's like sister seasons. Yes, it's not just straight. It's not bone straight. Yeah, it's wavy. It's like they straightened it and waved it or something. Uh-huh. You know? It's so pretty. Oh my gosh, I love this hairstyle. Uh, so Lynn comes in and Joan and Tony are already there and they ask her how the audition went. She goes, eh. And Joan tries to keep her hopes up and says, don't worry, it's all a matter of time. So we find out the girls are going to be panel speakers at Maya's seminar for her book. Oh, hell yes. I guess this is like kind of a she's trying to make Oh, hell yes, a brand of like empowerment, not just the books, but like kind of like a circle of sisters, kind of women's empowerment a lifestyle. Like an Essence mm-hmm. Fest kind type of thing. Mm-hmm. I can see I that see you, evolving Maya. that you way. I see you, expand. I see you. Yeah. Have the Oh Hell Yes merch, the Oh Hell Yes podcast, the Oh Hell Yes 
TV show mm-hmm. based on successful working women in the city. I, listen, Maya, I, I see the vision. I of do. Of course. Um, <laughs> so Joan stresses to Tony the importance of um, being prepared and, and getting a speech written, which I'm like, why would they need a speech? It's a panel. You just answer questions. Right. But right. Um, he had the panels highlighting black successful women. Uh, Tony says, all we have to do is show up and be the successful black women we are. Tell those lonely, depressed, aimless women, stay in school, say no to drugs, give a hoot, don't pollute, whatever. We find out that Maya didn't ask Lynn to do it. But Lynn don't really got nothing going on. I mean, what's she going to say? Do you think she should have did it? Because uh, I'm like, uh, well, what would what would um, be your thing? My main thing is, well, hmm. Yes, Lynn doesn't have anything going on, but this is no shade, no tea. A lot of other people don't, and I've seen them on panels as well, especially during this time where you can't really check up on somebody. Look up and check up on somebody and see if what they say, who they say they are, is who they really are. You know, Mm -hmm. the internet hadn't really popped off, popped off like that. And to Lynn's point later on, you know, we'll see her in a little bit. But, like, the girl does have a few masters under her belt. Like, yeah, I mean, I think she I think there's something to be said for still being able to stay afloat and be a a hustler like what Lynn is. Like, Lynn is a finesse. And I think that to be successful, then does need to be a certain level of finesse. (laughs) Yeah. And I also think that the accomplishment of actually having five master's degrees could be a great thing to talk about. How, yeah. how did you, I mean, the different topics, the different degrees, the different subjects and majors, how did you balance yeah. that? How did you get that done? What made you want to do it? That's a great way to, um, a great thing to talk about. I think within the panel, she could have done that. I guess Maya didn't see the vision. Called her like, hmm. like a scholar or some shit, whatever the fuck yeah. you want to call Lynn. Girl, you can just, just Academic. say academic girl five masters under her belt ucla Uh, ucla currently music producing a girl we can go on and on you You feel me you can flesh it out real well let's 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 get into it (laughs) so there's also another person on the uh, panel well we're at the panel now Uh, maya's book tour for oh hell yes maya is the moderator we got someone on the on the panel named arthel neville She's a journalist. She's on the panel as well. There's another lady on there too, uh, Sylvia Lopez. I'm not sure what she does. I couldn't find any information on her, but they don't really give her any kind of shine. So I guess she's not real. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Maya asked the women, "How did you get here? As far as your career?" Yeah. So Tony the whole time is spitting like these uh, phrases about success. Mm-hmm. I think Tony may be the only one taking this a little too serious. Maya second, mm-hmm. Joan third. But Tony says, oh, it's real simple. You decide to do it and you do it. Hmm. And I'm glad you asked that. Everyone wants to hear an and, but there's no and. You decide you want to be successful. You get off your ass and you do it. And by do it, I don't mean thinking you're going to come down here to this seminar and somebody's going to give you a job because it ain't going to happen. So don't ask. By the way, Tony's makeup and hair is amazing as always. But we're going to get to the whole everybody. I wanted to point it out so bad. I didn't want to interrupt you, but it is like dark, vampy. I don't know what happened. They really put their foot in the makeup this episode. (laughs) And the hair, the hair too. 
we gotta look up the glam team this season. I know. We really gotta. We really gotta give some shine. They need their flowers. You know, we be on set, and these girls they don't know how to do black hair. And then we see this black excellence I need on to, Tony. Like, look that up and see if we can get them on the show. We can't get any actors right now, possibly, but maybe they, no, no hair people. They look on fantastic. Yeah, and we'll get to the the rest of the people that look great too. Um, oh. But it's just like wow. I don't even wow. wow. That's all I could say. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is different from all the other episodes and seasons? Like, what what did they hone in on? Did they, they got, hire they somebody got new? people who know what they're doing. They had to. Well, they, they had like, to. Somebody, somebody from the network was like, yo, we got to step it up. Like, the way it's been looking, we got to do better. Y'all, y'all bitches look crazy, and this is a very <laughs> successful show. Like, what's going on? We're going to up the budget just for the makeup and hair and outfits. Because <laughs> y'all are really, y'all tripping. So, Tony keeps doing these Tony-isms. She says, don't come down here to the seminar and think somebody's going to give you a job because it ain't going to happen. So don't ask. And when she says that, a couple of people from the audience get up and leave. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of people go to the seminars trying to network and find a job. That's I mean, that's it's just smart, what you do. Right? It's very smart. Yeah. So Maya, while they're leaving, Maya's like, "Yep, that's why we're uh, at the non-refundable. Oh hell yes, seminar." Hmm. And then Joan comes with her story about um, not doing what's expected of you. A lot of us don't know what we want to do. Some of us do what's expected of us. Like me, I became a lawyer. And yes, I was very successful at it. (laughs) But it wasn't my passion. And ultimately, I became disinterested in practicing law. And this creates a Mm. whole, like, C story that I'm like, oh, God, they didn't know what's right. She she had anxiety. I guess it happens. That's a real thing that people, when you talk in front of an audience, I mean, I do that a lot. But thank God I'm the editor of this podcast, so I can take out whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see but her shit is live you know yeah. and at this time she would have had even more anxiety if this was in 2023 where everybody named motherfucking phones out oh you see yeah you can't saying? edit somebody she could else's phone peace <laughs> yeah so arvel mm-hmm. or excuse me arthel neville uh starts talking over her and reiterates her point but then uses the word uninterested so now mm-hmm. we get this inner monologue i don't even know the difference between the words i don't care i, I knew what she meant <laughs> So I did too. It but you know matter. how people are. You know how people are. Well, by the way, it's this. I think she meant it like that. You know, there's trolls out there, and then somebody's trying to go viral. They gonna make a dumbass tweet about it, and then it's yeah. gonna get a shitload like, of look likes. At, look at what views. I told. I told this high level person off with their their English and their grammar. She was supposed to be studying law back in the day, but she don't even know the difference between uninterested, disinterested, and not interested. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You know that what That really made me stop meant. taking her seriously at that point. You know what I mean? Like, don't say some <laughs> shit like that. Like, when she said that, I stopped taking her seriously. Um, but Joan is having an inner monologue about this, and she does not know what to do. You can see it all over her face. We don't get inner monologues. We used to get the third wall breaks, or the fourth wall breaks, excuse me. Which I don't mm-hmm. even know when that stopped. I just I looked up. They, and they just was kind gone. of like faded out. Right. <laughs> I just looked up. Oh, just one day they woke. They woke up and was like, Mm-mm. yeah. Nope. <laughs> they must have got some notes. So Maya opens up the floor for questions from the audience, and one lady asks why black women have to sacrifice their personal lives to be successful. And then Lynn gets up and takes the the mic from the lady and tries to feel the question herself. She kind of plays. Well, she does try to answer the question. 
but she goes off topic. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, hi, I'm Lynn Searcy, five master's degrees, UCLA. And she basically talks about how one measures success. I hear a lot of talk today about success in materialistic terms. I mean, how much money do you have? How big is your house? When are you going to get a job? <laughs> this obsession with material success... Uh, thank you, Lynn. ...is why the third world <laughs> is saddled with unserviceable debt. <laughs> I said, thank you, Lynn. And she keeps talking about her accolades. She's promoting her blog and her podcast. We're a podcast level now. Um, mm. Because back in my day, before podcasts <laughs> came out, we didn't call them that. We called them digital audio clips, mm. digital stories. They they weren't pod. pod see, pod is a is an Apple thing. That pod, iPod. Mm-hmm. That's a. It's funny how that word has become so synonymous with this stuff, and not the word broadcast. Like it's outdoing the word broadcast. As mm-hmm. a real word. That's interesting to me. Um, <laughs> so Maya tries to move on to the next question, but Lynn tries to be the moderator and she's just all over the place. So then we move forward and we get a break in the seminar and we see a very famous person pop up Woo! to talk to Tony. Who is it? The one, the only, the stunning, talented Kelly Rowland gu- guys. Yo. Yo. Like... I have in my notes Kelly fucking Rowland. I mean, we may as well call Kel- it Calendria. The, the Kelly Rowland. Calendria? <laughs> the Kelly Rowland. And she looks amazing. She the looks makeup fucking is, stunning. I think she might look better than Tony, honestly. I'm, I was gonna, I mean, I, I was, I was scared. Go there. I was scared to say is it. Is this a safe space? This is a I, safe I space, think, Etsy. Yeah, I think she I'm sure up. whoever's listening think- right now agrees, right? Right, listener? I thought so. <laughs> I'm like, dang, Damn, they really she got this good. makeup shit right. Kelly could have been a girlfriend. Oh, Kelly could have been a girl. Who would she replace? I don't... Mm-hmm. She can't replace Tony. She doesn't have that, like, bitchy spirit. So it's not her. Okay, Lynn. Cool. All right, and moving on. No! Either Lynn or William. Like that. <laughs> it has to be William. <laughs> Why? You don't want to You don't want to uh, replace Lynn's fucking lazy ass not lazy but but there have been so many good plot points with her laziness like it's been so good they can piggyback off of that and all of them are all like doing well we need someone who's like unconventional yeah i guess we need our isa we need our isa d um Mm -hmm. but if you think about it if we had kelly replacing lynn then when when the music portions came up we would have had way better music Oh, Kelly would have been singing, chat. Singing. She might have, she might have sung the theme song. I don't know. That's a little much. Um, now you're going off topic. No, I don't know. <laughs> would she bl- sing the theme song and she's in the cast? I don't see why not. They had Moesha singing the theme song. Well, I mean, yeah, they did, but that's Moesha. That's Brandy. I don't know, and that's her show. It's called Moesha, not. like. The show ain't called Lynn Searcy, so it wouldn't... No, but I don't think it's off topic. They had the girls, Chloe and Hallie, singing Grownish theme song. Oh, they did? It can, I don't, it can I work. Know okay, then. I don't watch that show, but okay, cool. If that that's the case, then fine. <laughs> cool. Because I'm, I'm grown. I'm not grown-ish, so I don't care about that show. <laughs> Stop! Don't come for the ish universe. I don't get the ish. Like, bitch, just either you are or you aren't. Like, what the yeah. fuck? 
Yeah, he 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 tried to go in with the mixed dish, and I was like, "Baby, no, it's it's a no for me." And then he went too far with the AF. Like, okay, but like, can we get a? Can we get we got the black AF and the mixed ish? I mean, can we just be in the middle in but the you, center? But you know what's funny? So that show, Black AF, was it like Rashida Jones? Yeah, we talked about playing, this. Like you, you, you mentioned it. We've mentioned it. I don't think Rashida Jones is Black AF. I mean, she's closer to white AF, but that's not a show. We're just going to move on. So, I mean, so Kelly Rowland plays a character named Tammy. I'm thinking we can just call her Kelly because... I don't see why not. Like, we may as well. That's the elephant in the room. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, can we just call... We're just going to... Guys, listeners, I know that's not her name on the show, but we're just going to call her Kelly because she's mm-hmm. Kelly. Um, so she walks up to Tony... And, you know, she's just trying to, like, talk about her appreciation for women like her because, you know, people come to these seminars. They want to hear things that make them feel better, but still most like to hear the truth. You have to work your butt off to succeed. And Tony says, remember, that still doesn't guarantee you anything. True, but I'm still going to try. I mean, seeing a black woman from Fresno become as amazingly successful as you have makes this black woman from Bakersfield realize she can do the same. Your life is so inspiring. Okay, first of all, in public, we're African-American. We're only black when we go down to the hood to pick up our hair. Okay. That's not what it is now, is it? Because that sounds dated. That's definitely dated as hell. That's like, what generation would Tony be in? Is she millennial? No. Gen X. Boomer? Gen X? Yeah, that's probably what they think. I don't think that the millennials and the Gen Z really... Like, we say black all the time. If anything, we don't, I wouldn't say we, but like a lot of people don't even like the term African-American. So the reason people don't like to say African-American is because not everybody's African-American, but you can be black. But everybody that's black is black. Yeah. Caribbean people are not African-American, right? If they're Mm -hmm. descendants from that area. Or if you're British, you're not American. Mm -hmm. You might be African, but you're not American, but you're still black. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel like African-American, I... And I feel like other people think that it's kind of like only sectioning off of a certain group and it's not inclusive as much as black is. Mm -hmm. It's giving a bit more like nationality as opposed to race. Yeah. Is that the, yeah. So Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So uh, after Tony tells her this, she's like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I get so nervous talking to one of the best realtors out there. And Tony's like one of the best. And Kelly says, oh, well, there's always room to grow, right? And you can tell Tony, Tony's trying to be tough on this girl, right? And we'll talk about how that's a trope at all, all your fucking women's empowerment <laughs> situations that you go to. There's always a one. They're always... Especially, especially the black ones. It's oh, always a course. trope with that. It's never... Yeah. Well, well, let me finish out this scene and then I'll talk about it. Um, because I felt like that's where they were going with Tony. But when she says that, the audience kind of gives that ooh kind of sound. But Tony's actually kind of impressed by the comment. And I, I like that. I like Kelly's assertiveness in this situation because she is does, she does appear to be nervous. But to still be willing to put yourself out there and try to, you know, assert yourself in this situation, try to get an internship, which is what she she ends up getting. I think that's that's really admirable. That's how I like to roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we get. Da, um, da. What? I said, da, da, da. what is that? <laughs> You know when people tell a joke and they're like, oh, badumps. Yeah. It's that's what it is, not what you did. 
Because you got to get the... Where you, where you get the this from? It's the symbol at the end. Huh. Girl. I never heard nobody add this. I hear okay. it all the time. I didn't just make it up. I heard it from some of the other people. I hear it in comedy shows and sitcoms. Anyway. But yeah, Tony's playing... I, at first, I couldn't understand what Tony was doing. Because she... She seemed kind of mean to Kelly, but not not like mean, but like, I'm not going to be impressed by what you're doing. Uh-huh. Not necessarily mean, but you could tell that she's testing her to see how how tough she is. You know, not, not the most welcoming person, more aloof. Yeah. You know, like, oh... Hmm. Yeah. Blase. Is it? You think that's what, why when we go to, well, I don't go to these, but I've heard of these women empowerment things where black women are sort of like that. They're trying to be tough on you. Do you think they're actually on purpose trying to test you for the real world when they're mean? Or is it some kind of like arrogant, like I'm on the panel and you're not, and you want to hear from me like a God complex kind of thing. I think that it could be a little bit of both depending on the person and the individual. Um, nothing is a hundred percent. Right. But I have heard a lot of women say that they go harder because of how they know that that woman is going to be treated in the workplace or wherever they're at. So they're preparing them. Then you're not going to be welcomed with open arms being any woman in a male dominated field, but especially a black woman. So you're going to have to gain some tough skin. And I think that that's where that comes from, a lot of it. That's what I was thinking. It was just weird that of everyone, Tony seemed the most... I mean, I guess Tony's the meanest of the girls, but she just mm-hmm. seemed very, very cold to Kelly. And it kind of mm. made me feel some type of way. But then I'm like, okay, well, this is like follows the trope that we all see online about these women empowerment situations being kind of catty, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I guess that's what they're doing. And everybody enjoy. can't be warm and open. I think they wanted to add a women's empower. Well, it. I guess you can empower people any kind of way. But when you hear women's empowerment or circle of sisters or something like, mm-hmm. you expect warmth. That old hell yes brand that Maya is trying to build off of this. And she mentions it later on when she's talking to Lynn mm-hmm. about what the publishers have in mind. But like, it does go against it. But you know, you know, Tony. She's a go-against-the-grain type of girl. She definitely (laughs) is. That's why people don't like her, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So next we see Joan. um, This is during... So this is all during the intermission of the Oh Hell Yes panel. And Joan calls William because she's still worried about that use of the wrong word, disinterested versus uninterested. And she also noticed Mm -hmm. that she doesn't have anyone coming up to talk to her. Mm. And William says, well, it's probably not what you said. It's maybe it's... They're just not interested in you as a person. I was like, damn. Oh, God. That could be it. (laughs) So she hangs up on him. I mean, it could be it. But on the bright side, at least if that's what it is, it's not because of what she's worried about. Mm, Like, girl, (laughs) I I didn't even catch it until Joan had said something. Because you, when you are at a panel and there's visuals and you're also hearing something, right? You're... You aren't just focused on what you're hearing. You're also fo- focused on what you're seeing, tone, facial expressions, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, Joan, I promise you nobody caught that. Yeah. And, and, and if they did, yeah, they if don't they give did, a fuck. They're not the person you should be <laughs> counting on anyway. Yeah. But she hangs up on William and then Lynn calls William. 
Lynn's in the bathroom and she's venting on the phone to William about how terrible she feels about being snubbed. And uh, she was eventually escorted out by security, too. So she's pissed about that. And we see Maya walk into the bathroom and Maya does not acknowledge Lynn. It's a it's a tough situation. (laughs) And, and, you know, it's funny because they played that that scene where she's taken over the Q&A kind of as a joke, kind of funny. But mm-hmm. when Maya comes into the bathroom, she is serious. Like, she is not, it's not funny. It's not played for laughs. Mm-hmm. So Lynn decides to confront Maya since she walked past her. And before Lynn could get a word in, Maya jumps in. And she's like, what the hell were you thinking trying to sabotage my seminar? And Lynn's like, yo, I deserve to be up there too. I'm successful. Just not based on your unrealistic, narrow-minded terms. She just needs to find a way to make one of them degrees make her some damn money. But if you got five degrees, right, you did get the master's, you spent time doing that. You are successful in that. But does the success end when you can't do anything with it or you chose not to do anything with it? Does that kind of I feel like that could mm. overrule the success of you in getting the five masters. Mm, that's a good point. The problem isn't really that she didn't do anything with it. The problem is that Lynn isn't making a substantial amount of income from anything masters or no masters well she's not trying she's doing these little jobs that maya mentions in this rant why don't you tell me how i should introduce you hmm as a documentary filmmaker oh wait i'm sorry girl my bad you quit that how about uh, ripping off japanese tourists with fake hollywood tours oh gosh miss seriously got any tips on how to crack that film <laughs> what about music You still married to it or did you get divorced? She's not going Mm -hmm. for what she actually majored in. She's going for Mm -hmm. these little rinky dink jobs that are here and there without a plan. Like, obviously, if you're doing something else and you have a goal, like if you're an actor and your goal is to be an actor, but you're working at like a, a bar or a restaurant, we get that. But she's doing these little jobs without a plan forward. Like, where is it trying to get you? You know, Mm -hmm. so I feel like that can kind of negate the success of even getting the five masters if you're just going to sit them on your wall, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that could be a reason Maya doesn't even (laughs) take her seriously. Want to have her on the panel in the first place. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that Maya still should have had her on the panel, though, because I feel like there are people that Lynn can speak to because it's not linear, right? Her path and a lot of people's paths aren't linear. So I think that that could have been a chance for them to open that door to that group of people who maybe need some guidance, you know? Yeah, maybe like the people that are currently working on their master's right now and are kind of feeling lost and don't know if they should continue. Yeah, because everyone else on the panel, I mean, Joan was she was a lawyer for what 10 years or something and then she transitioned to the restaurant but everyone was pretty much linear almost like for what we know Tony has always been in real estate and always wanted to be in real estate same thing with Joan until recently the restaurant and Maya has Maya has been talking about writing the book for a while before she did it yeah I don't even um I don't know if that was originally her plan. She was just um the assistant for Joan and William. Mm-hmm. 
And we didn't know if that was her passion or not. Um, we know she took a class and Joan got her in a class, but the book thing just kind of happened organically because she was in college and she was writing a paper. Mm-hmm. And then, because she mentions also later that she found a new career at 27, mm-hmm. um, which would be the book stuff. So I guess everybody does things in their own time. And Lynn's time, Lynn just needs a little more time, I guess. Mm-hmm. But she's also just kind of doesn't know. Like, it, it just seems like she she can't pick one and stick with it. That's what it kind of seems like. Mm. And she's like everywhere at once, but also nowhere. <laughs> everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Like mm-hmm. the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's I'm torn because part of me is like, yeah, you do have five masters, but you're not, you're not going for it. You're you're not trying to do anything with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Chime in, guys. Let us know. What do you think about Lynn having five masters? Not doing anything with it, still being torn. Are you guys in a similar position where you've accomplished things, but you don't feel as accomplished because you're not where you want to be, maybe financially or wherever? What do y'all think? Because this is a good conversation. Something tangible as opposed to who eating first, your nigga or your child, you know? Yeah. So Maya gives Lynn a very, very... How do you describe this rant? She was being a bitch. Let's call it what it is. You think she was? Absolutely. Is it the delivery or is it what she said? It was when she called her a joke. So what are you saying? I'm just a joke? Yeah. You're a joke that's not funny anymore. (laughs) Like, y'all talk about Tony. Let's get into this. That is mean. Well, this is not her typical character. Maya doesn't do this all the time. But this is some shit that if Tony would have said it, y'all would have been like, see, that's why we don't really like her because she always says sticks all the time. Let's keep that same energy. She does, but we don't like Tony for other reasons. She'd be sleeping with your <laughs> nigga. You can't even, you can't, you got to sleep with one eye open. You can't invite her nowhere. You like, can't invite your man and Tony. You got to pick somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Let's, <laughs> let's keep that same not energy. Not at the same time. It was so unnecessary. Like, that was just such a a low blow. And it was an unnecessary blow because, bitch, didn't you almost fuck up your marriage for a nigga that you didn't even fuck? Like, let's get into that. I mean, I think we're talking about career stuff. But, um... like, okay, she just got lit with her book, though. That was emotional of Maya to say. But you also have to look at what the stakes were. She did mention, this is my future. If this goes right, my publisher is ready to take this on a 12-city tour. So you can act a fool in other spaces, but don't be bringing that shit into the airport Radisson. And that's fine. And that was valid. But where did the whole calling her life a joke, where was that valid? That, that's, that was tough. But, okay, let's negate that whole, let's just erase the, that part of it. Right. But you can't erase that part of it, though, because it's part of it. That's the end of it. But that was the it was like the cherry on top. So like, okay, so Maya is upset at the situation. She right. But she decided to really hone in and really finish her knowing that she's in a vulnerable point in her life. It's just so funny how Maya wants to build this brand of 
Oh, hell yes. Positivity, encouragement. Ah, 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 ah. But this is how she chooses to navigate this situation in her own friend circle. I just think that's really funny. It's a very, very interesting. It was. I just think part of it was her being so frustrated in the moment at the fact that Lynn really made a scene during this Q&A. And I'm not saying that she was right, but she went in. It was it was disrespectful. And it was kicking her when she was down because if I'm not mistaken, I don't even know if, if Lynn has even gotten that snarky with Maya when she was slow. No. And no. there were plenty of times where she could have, but she didn't. But, you know, Lynn's kind of dense sometimes. But here's the thing, though. Lynn is kind of dense, but isn't Maya supposed to be the, the, the playful one? Isn't she supposed to be the more younger, vibrant, kind of less she's sassy? You know, she's sassy, but she's not necessarily malicious, right? That's not in her yeah. character, usually. Yeah, that's more Tony, you're right. Right. So <laughs> I think that Maya tried it. She was snarky throughout this whole thing. But the last thing kind of was like, like, bitch, if I was Lynn, I'd be like, okay, bitch, well, then fuck you then. And I'm your apartment um, manager. Okay, try me if you want to, ho. Make an Damn, enemy out of I me if you want. I forgot all about that shit. She's basically your boss. Why don't we talk about that on the panel? She didn't mention that job in the rant. No, she didn't. Let's ha- let's have Lynn on the panel talk about what it's like to be an apartment manager and all the responsibilities that come along with that. All the leadership skills that come along with that. Like, girl, and she getting free rent? Well, that's a given. People should know that, of course. But there's other things that come along with that. But, like, that's one of the big that's perks. That's a good, that's a job. Because what, do, what does a lot of our income usually go well, yeah, to? It's a definitely a perk. But as far as, like, being on a panel and telling other people that may be aspiring to do something in leadership or do something in management, that's something you can tell them like, well, if you want to do this, here's what comes along mm-hmm. with it. It's not just free rent, guys. I know that's what you all are thinking, but there's other responsibilities that come along with that. So here's my experience. Boom. Yeah, she could have finessed it. She could have finessed it and put Lynn on there. And I just also feel like she almost had this false sense of superiority against Lynn when it's like Maya. Not too long ago, you was someone's receptionist. So let's not have too much dip on your motherfucking chip. Okay, bitch? Let's calm that down just because you lucked up with a book and now you're trying to turn it into something, something. Not too long ago, you were one paycheck away from being Lynn. So let's calm that down. Oh, shit. I'm scared of you. Like, <laughs> Damn. for real, for real. A bitch get a, no, a bitch said, get a paycheck. They get an advance, one check away. And, and they act like they don't know how to act. And what makes it even worse is that you were one check away, and you had a child. Lynn don't got no kids. Yeah, that's and true. you were divorced, so you couldn't rely on your nigga, who you lost because you was trying to fuck other yeah. niggas. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yo, I'm scared of you. I'm like, I better never fuck up around Etsy. Like, she gonna read me like a fucking book. Because I, I gotta don't be perfect. like her having this, like, they're trying to treat Lynn as if she's some type of bum. She's obviously just needs guidance. And if you got not, not yeah. one, not two, not three, but four people around you who are, oh yeah, four. including William, yeah. the fifth girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it's just giving, 
I want her around so that I can feel better about myself type of thing. Because none of y'all on that motherfucking panel is perfect if we really want to get into it. Yeah, sure. It's just, yeah, I saw a lot of mixed reactions on Twitter um, about her rant as well. Um, I was surprised. I was like, because I had to rewatch it. On the watch now, I was like, okay, yeah, Maya's going a little too hard on um, on Lynn. But Lynn, Lynn, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have ambushed her fucking, no pun intended, ambushed the Q&A like that. Absolutely. She was wrong. And Maya has, Maya has a, place has to a right to tell her how she feels. But as far as ambushing the Q&A, what does you coming for her situation in life has to do with ambushing the Q&A? Like, I feel like she used that. Yeah, she added as it. As a way. She added it to make it. To say what she really wanted to say and make right, her feel like shit. to be like, as a ticket to go and tell what you always wanted what to say to her wanted. about her life and her career. Exactly. And then it's When you like, could have just said, what the fuck were you doing in the Q&A? You shouldn't have done that shit in the Q&A. Exactly. She was like, well, let me expand this shit to how successful you are and how you haven't had a real job and, and then, then, how you are then, 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 nah. a joke. Like, you, know? you give these hoes one book advance and they think they motherfucking Oprah, child. Like... <laughs> <laughs> she blows out like Oprah in this, especially during the the, the moderator as on the panel, the way she talked. Chill. That's wild. So back at Williams, his phone rings. We go to the next scene. Lynn and Joan are calling him both about their problems because that's what he's good for. That's William. Mm-hmm. He has uh all his humidifier, water bag, fucking tissues everywhere. Tissues everywhere. <laughs> And Joan tells him about the whole, like, disinterested thing. She's taking it too far with this shit. And William's like, you know, you mix up words all the time. You should just let it go. And before he can elaborate, Lynn calls him from the other line. And she's like, William, am I a joke? And William says, no, I think of you more as a cautionary tale. I was like, okay. Well, that's better than what, what Maya could have said. said that. She could have said that. That would have been a, definitely a softer blow. Yes, that is true. So he starts clicking between the calls. He says, Lynn, you're not a joke. She's like, what have I accomplished? He says, well, you're O negative. You can donate blood to anyone. I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. That's pretty cool. She should actually be trying to save lives then. <laughs> Why not add that to your resume? You should be at the blood place like every couple of weeks. Hmm. And he's like, then there's your music. And she's like, well, music isn't really going good. He says, well, you still got the blood thing. He clicks back and forth so much. He don't even know who he's talking to no more. He clicks over to Lynn and says, You're a successful lawyer and a restaurateur. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you, Missy, don't give up. You're smart. You're talented. So get out there and sing your little heart out. You know what, William? I will. She says it so seriously. So... Lynn is next at another audition. Mm. Tell me about this audition. Do you notice who uh, who's at this audition? I do. So she's at another audition. She's being taught some choreo from two girls. One of the main girls being Drew Sedora. If you guys don't know, <laughs> she played T-Boss in the TLC movie. Oh, she did. I remember, that, that's I where I remember that. her from. Okay. Um, I forgot all about that. I'm like, where do I know her from besides Girlfriends the game. and the game? Um, so she's been in some stuff. She's black Twitter famous too. Yes, because now she's like, she's done reality TV stuff. So she's kind of pivoted. Yeah. Um, recently. But yeah. Does she sing too? 
I think she does. She have like albums or something? I think she does. She was she she pursued singing. So multi-talented. Okay. A young Juicador, she's yep. teaching her the moves or whatever. And this song, y'all gonna come for me, but this song oh. is kind of a bop. Like No, it, it is. Gay. So this is actually a very famous song in the girlfriends universe. Like we're in high school, let me show you, show you what I can do. Watch me move. So Patty Kate, bet you can't roll it up like I can, but you got it. Let's get started, 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 started. You like the green toppings on your banana splits. I got cherry toppings for your banana splits. The Banana Split song, it comes back um, in the series uh, from this point. You'll hear probably one more time in the series. But when I heard this, it's so ingrained in my mind as one of those points like, oh, my God, we're almost at the end. Like, it is a bop. It is. The, the choreo is actually kind of good, except for the patty cake. I didn't like the patty cake. That was what. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was actually really good. Um and it's, it reminds me of like a la Danity Kane or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little think, bit of um, the band PCD. Four was around the, or three was around the time. Something like that. PCD. It, it yeah, was definitely yeah, yeah. giving that. So, um, Drew, we don't have a name for this character. I, I would look it up, but we're just going to call her Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, True. <laughs> Drew's demonstrating this and doing it. They let her sing for a while, too. It's a long, it's like a good amount of eight counts. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah, they let the song ride. I'm like, is this a song that they're trying to launch in real life? Because it, it went a while. I don't went know if they were bit. trying to launch Drew or launch the song. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you give this song to like, because her voice is good, like Drew's voice is good. It's just not like, mm. it's not that. I need something stronger. We need the vocals to come a little harder. Give it to Don. Give it to the whole group. Yeah. Get Don on the bridge. Yeah. Get Andrea to lead it. Get get mm-hmm. Shannon to sing background because that's all she's good for. Let's, oh, you tried it. Catch it. <laughs> Catch it. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this the song is like pop R&B. But when Lynn goes to sing it, she sings it like her trip hop emo stuff, rock stuff. It does not work. You like whipped cream toppings on your banana split, split, split. I got cherry toppings for your banana split, split, split. Let me fix my hair, check my glam. Like we're in high school, let me show you what I can do. Watch me move so fatty cake, roll it up. She can't get out of that style. And the dancing, she's just doing whatever. She's making up whatever. But it's funny. It's funny to see, though, because she's just it doesn't fit her. But they stop her and Drew's like, oh, I think we got all we need. And she pulls the other girl to the side and goes, the group is called Young Lust and ain't nothing young about her. And I'm thinking, you ain't know that before you started the song? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, that was that was going to be my exact point. Like, y'all knew how this girl looked. Y'all not going to call no girl in for a girl group audition and not know the basic stats of her, including how she looks. So please, just say you don't like the whole But also, thing. like, you stood right there and taught her the whole Banana Split mm-hmm. song. If you looked at her in the doorway right then and didn't like her look... You could have said bye. Why waste your yeah. time? Why not just be like, yeah, just say, you know what? You don't have to look we're going which, for. It. Which in the industry, yeah, that's pretty standard. That's no shade, no yeah. tea. So... 
when when they said that shit, I was like, oh, so she's the same age she was when you taught her to dance just a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. Like, what the fuck? The cop out was they didn't like her emo shit. So they just going to say, oh, yeah, they going to talk about the age mm-hmm. instead. They could have just said, yeah, we don't like your emo. Well, then still the same thing. Don't teach her to dance. Just tell her mm-hmm. to leave. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, we don't like the way you're dressed <laughs> or, you know, you don't have the look. Um, and she's mad tall, too. You think she's tall? She look mad tall. Against the yeah. other two, yeah. Because, like, there's that's a part of, like, girl groups. getting a girl group together. The heights and stuff are, you got to make sure that uh-huh. matches so it looks good when, in the performances. Uh-huh. So it's a no for them. She's like, oh, I could do something to look lo- look younger. Um, I could put on um, pigtails, braces, or I can shop at Old Navy, Ooh. which that used to be my store. Like, don't come for Old Navy. The, no, not that not much on Old Navy. Pigtail and braces. It's giving Lolita. It's giving porn. <laughs> Lolita mm-hmm. but they're like fuck it nah we don't want it so um but did you notice that they had an iPod Nano Classic on the dock oh throwback oh my god that was memories yeah those were the days so that's that she doesn't get the audition and we're back at the seminar Tony's uh back spitting some facts on the panel if you don't look the part you're not getting the part and we see Kelly rolling in the front row and she's shaking her head like mm-hmm. Maya's acting like the moderator. I mean, acting like Oprah, the moderator. She's got the voice down and everything. And before they wrap it up, Maya says, uh, Joan, do you have anything to add? And we hear Joan's inner monologue. She doesn't want to talk because she doesn't want to say the wrong word. She's all nervous. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she hasn't talked all day, according to her inner monologue. But she tells Maya she has nothing to say. And Arthel jumps in to talk and Joan is mad that everybody else got to talk and make grammar mistakes all day. And she didn't call them out. Mm-hmm. So then um, she, the lady Arthel Neville, Neville says uh, the word disinterested. I'm really not into this whole, I don't know if you noticed, disinterested, uninterested debate story. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous to me. I don't like even talking about it because it's like a nothing it's nothing. Yeah. I think they put this in to highlight how you can get in your head so much about something that's so small that you blow it up and then now it becomes a thing because you made it a thing. And it wouldn't have been if you hadn't had even said anything. They kind of went guess, in and yeah. like dragged it out. I feel like yeah, I feel like it went on a little too long. But that was their point. That's what I got from it, at least. Yeah, so Joan's like, oh, I'm invisible, I'm invisible. She says that in her head. And Tony leans over to her and goes, okay, girl, be invisible, but shut up. <laughs> she heard her inside of her head. So after the panel, Kelly shows up. Tony's really cold again. Kelly's really hanging in there. I admire that. Mm-hmm. But I've been in situations where people try to test me, mm-hmm. whether I can crack under pressure. So... I really like how she's not taking no shit from Tony. Mm-hmm. Podcasting helps with that. Mm-hmm. Being able to like talk myself out of stuff. Like I've noticed it. I can talk myself out of almost anything now because making up segues on this show and having to keep it going and improv. Yeah. It helps with your improv. Yeah, a lot of improv. Tremendously. <laughs> it helps. Oh, you know what? Maya's like one of those mean girls at empowerment panels too. Tony and Maya both have that mean girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Tony has a purpose. She's trying to, like, prepare you for the real world. I don't know if Maya's doing that, but... Maya just want to be a bitch because she got a little bit of money now. 
Well, that's how some of these women empowerment people be. Mm-hmm. They be on a panel. They get paid to be on these panels a lot of times. And they want to be mean. They want to be uppity. But Kelly uh, says that she has an internship with Coldwell Banker. That's a big real estate company. And Tony's like, oh, that's great. How much does it pay? I was like, what internship pay? I guess they do sometimes, but yeah. Back then, they still fighting for unpaid internships in 2023. So I'm trying to see. She says, well, it's unpaid, but I get an opportunity to get my foot in the door. And Tony says, well, sounds like you're on your way. And she turns to leave. And Kelly says, of course, that's my second choice. I'd rather intern at a smaller agency where I could really be mentored by someone. So now you're asking me for a job? Unpaid. Even though I said don't come to the seminar asking me for a job. <laughs> you also said don't take no for an answer. Look, I can do this. I'm smart, I'm resourceful, and I'll be damned if I'm going back to Bakersfield. So Tony's like, huh. So let's say you're showing a house. You hear what she said? Let's say you're showing a house. And she said, uh, what if you got creaky floors? She and Kelly goes, that? well, it's original hardwood. Hardwood. And they said, what if you got rats? And then Kelly goes, well, if you got cats, amazing. Like she had a... <laughs> She's like, unpermitted addition? Bonus. And she's like, or oh, what if my mother calls? And Sammy says, you're out of the country. And Tony's like, all right, be in my office at nine. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And damn, their faces are beat. Oh, fantastic. Jesus. I had to like, mm-hmm. and I will say, I forgot to mention Maya's face in the bathroom when she was telling off um, Lynn. Fantastic. Her face looked. Yeah. And there's a lot of lights in the bathroom. So maybe it like lit it up mm-hmm. her face better. But makeup was perfect. Face was perfect. I th- think that might be the best that Golden's ever looked in the entire series was when she was telling Lynn off in the bathroom. Yes. That's probably why y'all out here letting it rock because y'all are distracted <laughs> by how pretty she was by looking. But don't, don't. <laughs> Don't do that. She still tried it. Okay. We didn't get much with uh with Drew, so I couldn't really tell what was going on with. I mean, she looked good, but it wasn't like these curls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just standard. So uh, we move on to Skia, and Maya's meeting Lynn for lunch, and they're kind of doing the hey, hey, hi. Can, can I, I talk? Can I talk? <laughs> Can I, can I talk to you? Mm. And Lynn's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm not the one who tries to shut her friends down. Oh, okay. Why Lynn, why Lynn don't get sassy more? Come on with it. Sure. The black side don't be coming out as hard, you know? No. Be like, you she know, be having a white side be prominent too much. That's why she don't got nothing to say back. And that's why the, 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 the comebacks don't be hitting the way it should because I be Caucasian. feeling bad for white people when they, when they be in arguments and they don't know they don't have the comebacks like we got. <laughs> We got standard. See, we learn because when you have a big family full of black people, right? Roasting is a sport. It's a sport. It's a, You teach them young. So when they grow up, you know, you have it at the tip of your tongue. Yeah, for sure. These white people, when I see these videos where they be in arguments with black people and they don't know what to say next, you got to be quick. Uh-huh. But they don't teach them that in, that in their culture. Yeah. Well, also because all white people can do is just resort to racism. Like and nine one one. That's all they can do. So like, when black people roast, we talking about, bitch, what the fuck do you got on? Like, 
that and we know what to say next. Like, if you say some dumb shit to us, we'll be like, does that even make sense? No, it makes sense. Are you even, what you even talking about? Like, what? What are you even, what are you even saying? Is the sky you know, we blue, just got, bitch? We just know. Top of the dome. <laughs> but white people don't have it. And I be seeing some of these videos where these white people get roasted crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I would have said this. You should have said that. Like, I'd be yeah. like analyzing that shit yeah but y'all don't got that dog in you i noticed that too especially with now that we bring it up with like mixed people like i remember and this Mm. is so off topic but it just reminded me of this do you remember when halle berry responded to lisa ray lisa ray had put her name in some dumb shit talking about oh um and that's why Halle Berry don't really not nah, 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 in the black community or something, something. And then Halle Berry had this some type of cutesy, classy response on Twitter. I said, Halle, you could have mm. hit her with the this is when n- trolls just came out. You could have just hit her with the dollar dollar bill. Come get her. Like, bitch, why you why you suck at me? I don't even know what that is. What's dollar, why dollar, you bill, come me? Oh, when um when she was in that movie. And you know how niggas be like how Lisa Ray Who don't really be Lisa Ray. Oh, Players Club? Uh-huh. And how niggas be like, bitch, you never really had a real acting career. Like people just kinda know you from that. Like some type of stripper shit. There's a lot of see. Like, there's a lot of stuff you like can build Hallie, from that. You just gotta you know. Just, you gotta know. With your resume, she couldn't come for you, bitch. What she was gonna oh, say? Oh shit! Yeah, you could have used your resume against her. Girl, come on! Like that was so easy. <laughs> y'all too, y'all too nice for me. Yeah. Hire social media managers, preferably black ones, millennials, black, um, anyone under the age of. 40, 35, they'll get your ass the fuck together. Okay? Mm-hmm. You niggas don't yeah. know. Ugh. I hated that for her. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's tough. But they started talking. Let's get back to girlfriends. Like, we be getting off topic sometimes, and I'll be like, how we get back in this shit? Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to girlfriends. Um, So Maya apologizes for how everything came out. She ain't sorry for what she said. She's sorry for how it came out. <laughs> That's what she said. I shouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> I'm like, Maya. Maya said, I'm sticking with what I said. Nah, I could have said it a little nicer. And that's fair. I mean, whatever. Stick with what you find. She said she was stressed. You know, this was a really big deal for her. You know, but she realized that she was trying to uplift women, but tearing down Lynn. And Lynn's like, so you're saying I should have been on the panel? And Maya's like, nah. Nah, you shouldn't have been on that damn panel. But um, by the way, they didn't give Persia the same makeup artist that they gave everybody else. I don't know what happened. She was looking kind of rough in this scene, especially this Yo, scene. I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know why it would be because she couldn't be on the panel. She can't do her makeup. Maybe like, you know, she was may have been a feeling down after what Maya said to her. So the next morning or a few days later, she's still in a, in a rut. I don't know. But like, she looked extra rough in this scene, in my opinion. Halfway house, like street junkie. Yeah. It's, it's giving meth. Especially next to some of the best makeup we've seen the whole series in the same episode. And then panning over to her and I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. it's noticeable. For sure. (sighs) So um, Maya said, nah, you shouldn't have been up in that panel. But Lynn's like, you know what? I'm 34 and I have nothing to show for it. And I'm like, hold up, girl. 
You got five master's degrees. That's an accomplishment. You got five master's degrees. Technically, you do have an occupation. You're a building manager. You got five master's degrees. Yeah. Like, like that's a big accomplishment. That's a big like, one. Like, you say you have nothing to show for it. You have all, that's a big thing to show. And apparently you're O negative. You can donate to anyone. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty cool. The blood she probably thing has is pretty really cool. good like um immune system too, with her being so I mean, shout out to you for probably not getting any diseases or barely yeah, getting and sick. And you can probably save some lives too. You could be doing you have a lot going for you, Lynn. Right. You just need to focus. For real. <laughs> you just need to focus. So Lynn points out that Maya got her family and her career, her writing career. Tony had her baby and her successful real estate business. Joan got a successful restaurant. She's like, what am I doing? Begging high schoolers to be in their bubblegum band? I'm like, yeah, that's what you did. You did. Damn, it was Damn, high, school? high school? I was like, yeah, like, uh, nah, they couldn't high have, school? They couldn't have tried to make like them that 20s, young. Early Maybe 20s. like early 20s. Yeah, they tried it. Well, Maya says, you still got time to do something with your degrees. She's like, I thought you would make a good therapist. You're always helping other people with your problems, with their problems. And Lynn's like, nah, I want to do music. So Maya's like, all right, cool. Young girls aren't the only ones that can make music. You could start an old hag band. She's like, good idea. You, Joan, and Tony need something to listen to. Period. And then they, they giggle about it. So we get the final, final scene. You want to take this? Yeah, so Joan comes to the restaurant again. She starts her coughing again, or her sneezing, I should say. And then William yeah. goes, are you sick? Joe's like, no, oh, what do you mean? No, no. So, of course, that's some bullshit. Next scene, we see William in the bed again, and he's sick, child. wonder why um, Joan ain't getting bedridden. I guess because, you know, as women, we can take on a lot. Our bodies mm-hmm. can take on a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So her having a sneeze ain't the same as his kind of sneeze. And niggas be over-exaggerating. Like, I'm sure they were the same. But William just yeah. doing the most. Yeah, I think it is. Because, like, I mean, if she's sick and she still gets to work and she's doing all this stuff, how come when you get sick, you in bed laid up like you dying? Like, right. you acting like you got the Rona. <laughs> so that's the end of our episode. And next is the oh, hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, you're up. My oh hell yes is to the motherfucking glam team getting the girls together. Damn. I seeing Miss Kelly Rowland looking like a black Barbie. Oh my from god. From head to toe. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, That's really my oh hell yes. Wow. I well mine is um it gets kind of controversial, but it is from an acting standpoint, Maya reading Lynn. Because mm. Golden Golden really did that scene. She gave. Mm-hmm. She, everything down to the way she snapped her head over when Lynn said, I could still be in the panel. And she snapped her head, like, and started looking at her. I was like, okay. It kind of gave Tyler Perry a little bit. <laughs> but I think that's what made it. <laughs> that's what kind of made it. It's just like that seriousness. Because Lynn was trying to be funny through the whole thing. But Maya was like, uh-uh. You ain't finna ruin my career and all that stuff. So it was it was tonally very fun to watch um, from an acting perspective. She's such um, a versatile actress. To this day, it pisses yeah. me off that it didn't get recognized award-wise. Yeah, any of these people. 
it's for just what they should have. Like Joan sad. is comedic gold. Tracy Ellis Ross is a professional at what she does. They have been some really good monologues from Tony. There's a lot of good Maya. acting stuff too, like for classes. Yeah, it's just you know, you know how that so, goes. How they try to play with us. They do. So hit us up on social media, guys, if you want to talk more about that and how we are uh, diminished in uh, popular media because, you know, we don't get the awards where, you know, we might get nominated for a Source Award or a BET Award out there, but. Mm-hmm. Which are important as well. Mm-hmm. Those but, are great, too. But, you know, if you, you, if you Emmys, act in, you act in, regardless of whether you in the urban crowd or not, you know, yeah. Maya gave. Really? Um, if you want to talk more about that, hit us up social media, Twitter at Hell Yes Girl, TikTok at Hell Yes Girl. Rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Castbox. We're at like 30 different we're places. Everywhere. So please, please tell your friends, tell your coworkers, listen to it as a group in a circle of sisters. Let's be empowering mm-hmm. though. Let's be really empowering. <laughs> um Next episode is called Game Over. Mm. This is not the game episode. That episode is called The Game. This one's called Game Over. The game episode's in a couple episodes. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> game Over, and then two episodes later, The Game. But join us for that next week. And as always, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Matthew Rowe. And meet us here next week for Game Over. Bye.